Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. This is Josh. And I'm Erica. And I love my coffee. With a splash of crime. Hey Erica, how are you? Doing well, how are you? I feel like we have to say that we're always laughing at the beginning. Because Josh always wants me to start, but I don't know how to start it. And I always want Josh to start. So when he pushes record, I just stare at him until he asks me how I'm doing. Every single week. Well, because our intro says welcome back to our podcast. So we can't say welcome back to our podcast. All righty. How are you? I'm well, thanks. What's in our cup this week? I just picked us up the Chick-fil-A cold brew vanilla iced coffee. We've had it before on the podcast, but we're huge fans. We love it. If you're going to wait in the Chick-fil-A line for breakfast, might as well get a cold brew. Yes. Or just have a cold brew for breakfast. That's what I like to do. It's like so unhealthy. I love it. I wanted to say last week's episode, you suggested that they move to Canada to avoid paying for our medical bills. I, I was re-listening and, you know, if people move to Canada. You mean I didn't say it? You didn't say it. I And then I said that I should have said it. You should like, have said Like I basically it. said that. She said that since her surgery was so expensive, Mm -hmm. that they didn't want her anymore, but they moved to Canada. I'm like, okay, well, if they were moving to Canada, why wouldn't they just take her with? Because free healthcare. Exactly. I just, I wanted to put that back in the theories because it's an episode that's interesting. Yeah. (laughs) And if you guys haven't heard it yet, it's last week's episode. Go back and listen. It was a good one. I am going to take you on a roller coaster. It's a long one. I'm pretty sure you've heard it before. It's a popular one. It's a serial killer. Oh my gosh. We only, this is only our second one that we've done. I know. And I would tell you where it's at, but it happens in three states, North Carolina, Florida, and Georgia. All the good ones. All the good ones, I guess. Hot. But is Florida really, Florida really a good one? I don't know. They got the gators. Fuck the gators. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Today's story is about a serial killer known for his M.O., due to all of his victims being dumped in a national forest and beheaded. He was convicted for many murders and is suspected for many more. This is the story of Gary Michael Hilton, also known as the National Forest Serial Killer. (music) Gary was born on November 22nd, 1946. Do you know his zodiac sign? I do, but I want to see if you can guess it. I'm all covering a my Scorpio? thing. Scorpio? He was actually a Sagittarius Scorpio cusp. Oh my God. I love a Sag Scorpio cusp. Psycho. Not the serial killer, but I, I do like, I love a good Sag Scorpio. Anyway, his childhood was, it wasn't great, but it wasn't horrible. They weren't super wealthy. They weren't super poor. He was born in Atlanta, Georgia and stayed in Georgia for pretty much most of his life. But then he later moved and went back and forth between his parents because they get a divorce. I'm just going to say this now because I wanted to make sure that I put it on here. During his childhood, he had a frontal lobe injury. What do you do? Do you know what a Murphy bed is? No. Okay. So, you know, the, in like an apartment, how they have the beds that go into the wall? Oh my gosh. Like the mask. Yes. Like, like the, mask. the mask. Yeah. He was putting away a Murphy bed and it fell on him. And I guess the foot part of the bed hit his head when it came down. So it crushed him. Do people still have those? Well, this was 19. He was born in the 46. Yeah, but like, do people still have them? Because that's just the best invention ever. If I could have more bedroom space to get ready in and just put my bed into the wall, I would be so stoked. They're really dangerous, though. Is that why they don't have them anymore? Yeah, they're like really dangerous. Like people die. They fall on them? Yeah. Well, maybe they could just, maybe they're improved and they don't fall on them. Maybe. Oh my gosh. 
we need I wonder one. if they have, like, what are those things that, like, make doors open and close? Like, you know, the top part of the door? The sensor? No, not the... Or, like, in an SUV, you know how when you open it and it, like, holds it up? Yeah, like that. Like, I don't know like what they're called. Like a hydraulic. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. That's what... Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We're bringing them back. Perfect. Next week's episode is going to be the our Shark Tank episode. Installation of the Murphy bed. <laughs> it's going to be a Shark Tank episode. <laughs> Hi, I'm Josh, and that's Erica, and we have a, uh, an invention for you. <laughs> is that what Shark Tank is? Yeah. They, like, pitch to the people, and they get a loan, and then they pay oh, them back. damn. We should. I've never seen that show. I've, I've never, like, watched it. I've seen clips on TikTok. We don't have cable. My TikTok's just mom stuff, pretty much, and crime stuff. They and have like a lot of cool shit on there. stuff. Like a lot of cool shit. I know, but, but I don't people. like... That's not in my algorithm. Okay, bitch. Your for you page is just mom shit. Basically, yeah. <laughs> How to make a perfect smoothie for a two-year-old. Okay. <laughs> not I'm like, what? what? Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Ice water blend. I'm like, damn. Innovative. <laughs> Innovative. It's so different. <laughs> His parents divorced when he was eight years old. And his mother remarried when he was nine. So, like, only a year later. Damn, that's some drama. Back and then, divorce was, like, more frowned back upon. Back then, now, people divorce and, like, oh, shit, she cheated on it with his sister. I'm just kidding. People just get divorced and it, it's no big deal. That's true. His mom and his stepfather moved to Florida when he was nine. He did not get along with his stepfather at all. They just didn't get along. He used to treat his mom like shit and then... He would step in and be like, what the fuck? It was a cycle. Yeah. He had a very high IQ, like a very high. I don't know what it was, but everybody described it as a high. I, I was going to put it down what it was, but every source that I had was different. Was different. So I was like, I'm not going to put this. I'm just going to say it was high because it was all like within a range. Yeah. Most serial killers have a high IQ. He got good grades through school. He was academically proficient. He didn't start rebelling against his parents until he was 14. At age 14, he shot a shotgun at his stepfather in the direction, but it didn't hit him. That's fucking psycho. According to the police reports, it was seen to be as like a warning shot. Yeah. He wasn't actually going to do it, I don't think. It was um, just to freak him out. It was just to freak him out because like, according I to what happened. if I wanted to type of thing. According to what happened, his mom and his stepfather got in a fight. And according to what it said was he may have gotten physical, like was about to get physical. And that was his way to step in and like. Stop them from fighting. Yes. Yeah. His stepfather didn't press charges. He dropped the charges and he forgave him. Yeah. I mean, he was about to beat the shit out of the mom. So it's like, can you really be mad? Yes. Um, but the only terms that he had was that Gary had to be admitted to a, to a psychologic. Psychiatric hospital. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Facility for a couple months to, like, make sure he wasn't crazy. Spoiler, he was. <laughs> they were wrong. They were wrong. He was never diagnosed with anything, but according to unconfirmed sources, he may have been, like, borderline schizophrenic, but he wasn't diagnosed at all. Even later on in the trial, they end up bringing his mental health up when we go way later into everything, but he it was never diagnosed. Yeah. Just starting that now. After he gets released, he lives a normal life until the age of 17 when he enlisted in the army and was stationed in West Germany. I thought you have to have a psychiatric evaluation. Yeah, he passed it. Okay. He wasn't diagnosed when he was in, like, in exactly. the hospital, so it's like... There's no like trail. Yeah. His medical records when he left the hospital were clean. Yeah. So... So they're like, okay. He was stationed in West Germany. He was a part of the Davy Crockett platoon. And he volunteered to be a paratrooper. And later, uh, he started to work towards his 
pilot's license, but never completed it. After completing his military work, he came back to Florida where he began acting like kind of crazy. The real crazy comes out. He starts getting DUIs, starts assaulting people, does robberies, you know, the good shit. Also, he was an avid outdoorsman. He fucking loved to camp. Probably because of where he lived too, right? Florida. Brian Laundrie was camping also. He lived in Florida. I forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot he was in Florida. Yeah. I didn't even put two and two together. Random facts I have stored in my brain. I was obsessed with that case, so I should know. All his friends and family said he was like weirdly knowledgeable and outside. Like the outdoorsy shit. Like weirdly knowledgeable. Like he would know stuff that like... Like a Boy Scout? Like... Like an Eagle Scout? No, like a fucking boy scout trooper who's been well, doing when you're it for in the 10 military years too i think you have more knowledge of random outdoorsy survival type of stuff mm-hmm. when he moved back to florida he got a dog he named him dandy oh my god that's so cute that's what my friend calls me dandy like like dandelion that's cute because my hair is blonde oh that's really funny that's really cute yeah she's always called me that natalie and when we work together and everything all his friends and family said he lied for just random reasons, like a pathological liar. My God, we love those. Do we though? No, I hate it, actually. Seriously. He told one of his friends that he had MS. He had less than a year to live and he wanted to spend his last year in life in the woods doing just outdoorsy shit. Um, not sure how that would work. Yeah, me neither. Still confused. Because doesn't that put you in a wheelchair? I'm yeah. Pretty sure. <laughs> Spoiler, he's still he's alive. Like, so it's off-roading. I'm going to get this sick-ass <laughs> off-roading wheelchair. <laughs> He's going to get the fucking, the Rubicon tires. Yeah, I'm like so confused. We'll be like, I can go for any stream. <laughs> yeah, I really don't get it, but okay. He was married three times. He had three short marriages. He never had any kids. When he was married the first time in the 70s, his ex-wife did an interview. Later on, um, she came forward saying that he sexually assaulted her kids. And because she had two kids from a prior marriage, but no charges were ever found. Now I'm going to get into the victims. But the way I'm going to do these victims, I just want to say, I'm going to do it exactly in chronological order on how they found things. Because all of these victims that were here, that were discovered, were all found within the same time. So when... uh, Like they found them all together. They weren't all together. Like basically, he went to... He was with one victim. He did whatever. And then he moved while they were in the process of investigating that victim. And then he started another victim. And then we go back to that victim because they found further evidence evidence in the investigation i just want to say that now just because i am going to backtrack but just so y'all know his first victim her name was cheryl dunlop she was born november 18th 1961 and she was born in florida and she was married with two kids who were fully grown and she was a nurse and a sunday school teacher she was last seen alive december 1st 2007 and she spoke to a friend that morning to have uh, and she was like hey come over for dinner that morning she decided that she was going to go for a walk and read she loved to read and loved to read in the woods in the tallahassee national park in florida she was last seen by a couple vicky and leon roughly at 1 30 p.m that day it never says when she spoke to her friend that morning but Later in the afternoon, she was guaranteed to be seen at 1.30 p.m. Then when dinner time came around, she just never showed up. Her friend was like, that's weird. She's not like that. She's punctual. Yes. She was just like, okay, she tried to get a hold of her. She couldn't get a hold of her. So she's like, oh, maybe she fell asleep. Like, who knows? Makes sense. That's fine. I just made this fucking dinner and this bitch didn't show up, but it's fine. It's fine. I had to eat anyway. Fuck it. It's like, no, I fucking leftovers. <laughs> made all this goddamn pasta. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck it we eating it for the whole week <laughs> fuck it my husband's gonna get fucking leftovers <laughs> so guess what you get for lunch and dinner all week 
<laughs> He's like, what? Spaghetti. <laughs> Spaghetti. It's Ryan's bitch. <laughs> By the third day, he's fucking sick of it. He's like, fuck my life. It's all dry, you know, when it's sitting in the fridge. <laughs> Open it in the fucking microwave. You're it's like all adding sad. olive oil. Like, fuck, please help. <laughs> adding more cheese. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> Add more cheese? Yeah, and olive oil to, like, wet it. You know what I do? Unstick it. You know what I do? Huh? Three days later, I'm like, fuck, I forgot about it. It looks like the whole thing's going to the trash. Honestly, like, I either do that or I just don't even save it at all because I don't want to have to wash a Tupperware. Or it gets shoved in the back of the fridge. And then t- two years <laughs> two later. Years later <laughs> you're like, what's this weird stringy shit? And you're like, oh, fuck. We're just throwing away, the, we're throwing away the whole Tupperware. We're not even washing it. Fuck, I'm not trying to open that can of worms. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the following day she had so that was a saturday you want to hear actually a really random side story sure i love side stories so when i was younger i used to just have like a horribly messy room like all the time like every kid me oh messy room right Mm. and when i was younger during halloween season mcdonald's and carl's jr would have trick-or-treat buckets which Mm. was your happy meal container i had some yeah and it had a lid it actually had a yeah, tight and it, it lid. Was, yeah, it was like circular and it had a little handle. Yeah, and, and then the outside would decorated. Kind of like the ones you get from the 99 cent store to trick or treat with. Yeah. Only they have an airtight lid. Mm-hmm. So somehow, well, okay, whenever like my mom would be like, you have to clean your room or so-and-so can't come over. You have to clean your room. We're having a birthday party. I would just take everything in my room and just throw it in the closet. Mm, that's where I growing up got it from. Yeah, but you know the... The buckets, you have a bunch of them, and I would also store, like, small pieces, like, stuff in them. Mm-hmm. So the buckets would have, like, I would rinse them out, whatever, and then I would have, I don't know, all my Barbie's clothes in one. All my Barbie's <laughs> shoes in another. That's a random um, shit. A bucket full of crayons in another. And I wouldn't label them or anything. They just all had different shit in it. Okay. And then they would all get thrown into the closet, right? Okay. Why do I feel like you left your Halloween candy in it? No. At some point, I had to, like, clean up. All of that eventually, yeah. And I opened it, and one of them it had half a cheeseburger. <laughs> so you it took was a bite? my McDonald's <laughs> stuff. And when I opened it, it was like rock hard, but it like wasn't moldy. It didn't have bugs, nothing. It was just like rock hard. It's so processed. So did you take a bite? No, you weirdo. Oh, I'm just curious. What I also found hungry? a dead frog. Dead frog? That was like inside of a baggie that was smashed. Like one of my friends must have dissected it in school and then kept it, and then somehow it ended up in my room. What the fuck? I never dissected a frog. You didn't dissect a frog? No, but it was just a smashed, like, dead, dried up, crunchy. Wait, really? You've never dissected a frog ever? Uh uh. Did you take a bite of that? I did, yeah. Yes. I dissected a worm, sheep eye, and then, like, a cow tendon or something. Cow ligament, cow something. You didn't do a cow heart? No. Okay, so what we did. But the worms, I just, like, or no, the eyeball, I just remember it stinking. Like, it was so stinky. I did a frog, a sheep's eye, and a cow heart. Which, now that I think about it, is really fucked up to dissect a cow heart because... Well, they're using it for meat anyway. Like, the cow. They didn't kill a whole cow just for the heart. Well, no shit. <laughs> but that's a lot of cows that died. I mean, a lot of cows die. Well, for hamburgers and steaks. Well, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It just seems like... Because there's six periods. I mean, those, those animals are getting killed. No, I know. But, like, how do you order that many hearts? I think from the butcher. Like, whoever butchers these cows. It just kind of fucked up. Like, so like, the heart's still being used for educational purposes instead so of it just getting thrown away. Six times three. So, can I get 180 hearts? 180 hearts for my classes here? They probably slaughter, like, that many before they send the meat to the grocery store. Maybe they get it from the ag farm. No. Because you know how they slaughter them and then, and then 
sell the meat at the fair or whatever? Yeah. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I just... I don't, if you guys know, let us know. Yeah, because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So the following day, Tanya, her friend, showed up at her house to do a wellness check because she was like, where the fuck is she? She didn't show up to work. She didn't show up to fucking Sunday school. Like, this bitch is MIA. She's like, she always shows up for Jesus. <laughs> always shows up for Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's really sad. She, we can't. The respect yeah. Erica. Sorry. We're classy. But I mean, she always shows up for Jesus. She does. Apparently. She's punctual. So, I mean, she, she does. It's the truth. So, if anything, uh, it's a good thing. Yes. Yeah. December 3rd, 2007, basically Tanya shows up to her house and was like, what the fuck? Her dog's here. Which I feel bad for that dog because it wasn't fed for two days or a day and a half. It's not too bad. It's not. Now that I... That's fine. It's just a dog. Probably went through the trash. But December 3rd, 2007, Cheryl was officially reported missing and her car was not found at her house. Her car wasn't, but her dog was. Eventually, after a search party, they find her car at the park that she went to. Okay. Now people are like, we know where it is. Like Brian Laundry. Yes. They're like, we know where. Like, to start looking. Mm-hmm. Her car wasn't exactly found in the parking lot. It was a little away. Like, it was, okay, so you know how parks have, like, a parking lot and then a trail and then a parking lot and then a trail and then a parking lot? Because the park's big as fuck. Her car was just parked on the side of one of the trails, but next to a parking lot. So it looked like it could have been there, but it looked like it couldn't have been there. It was just kind of weird. Yeah. It's kind of parked off. Yeah. Kind of weird that she wouldn't just park in the parking lot. Maybe you had to pay or something stupid. Yes. She's like, I'm just going to park right outside the parking lot and walk. Like there's no. Yes. Reasons why I can't just uh, park here or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Inside her car, her purse was found and she had no cards or any money in it. It looked like she was robbed. Or broke. Like me. (laughs) <laughs> I can't relate. Can't relate. Can't relate. There are no cards or money in it. And there was a parking ticket on the windshield for December 1st. They found a car December 3rd. Yeah, so they realized it had been sitting. It's been chilling, which I thought they had like rangers that would check that shit, but I guess not. Maybe because people hike or something like multiple days. Yeah, I don't know. The first thing they did was they were like, well, her cards are missing. So somebody had to be in her car. Because her purse was in her car. The first thing I thought was, like, her cards are missing, so somebody had to go to an ATM or something. Like, somebody tried to, like, withdraw money or something or try to use her card at, like, run as credit somewhere. But looking at her bank records, she cashed a check at a drive through ATM at 11.17 on the day she went missing. She went missing after 1.30 p.m., but it didn't look like she had the intention of doing anything crazy at 11.17 a.m. because she was running errands. Then, after she went missing, her card was used at a bank ATM Three different transactions totaling $700 over the span of three days, which is really weird. I think it was whoever was trying to use her card. There's a limit. December 2nd, 3rd, and 4th is when her card was used. And then on the 4th, on the 4th, her card was attempted to be used again at an ATM, but it was declined. And then the man in the camera, according to the ATM footage, was a man. He was white. He had a hat, glasses, and a face mask that was made out of, like, scotch tape. What the heck? <laughs> it's the creepiest fucking picture. I feel like that's more weird than just going normal. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. It's fucking weird, dude. Like, it's 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 creepy. I had nightmares for three days. Just kidding. But it's really fucking creepy. Scotch tape? Scotch tape. The clear tape. Like, like. No, not scotch. Like wrapping paper. Yeah, tape. like the not clear, but like. Oh, frosted. like the painter's tape. No, that's fucking. I would have said painter's tape. Okay. Like the the the, the frosted tape. Yeah, that's yeah scotch. It's tape. like clear, but it's not clear. Yeah, it's like frosty. like if you put a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Like like it's like that. Oh shit. Matte. It's matte. It's not the. It's not. This was two thousand seven. They didn't have the 
Oh, they have the invisible ones now? Oh, they have like invisible tape? Yeah, I think that's the ones that are like crystal clear, but like not shiny, but not frosted. Do you wrap with those? You would be able to see. Actually, I don't think they have invisible tape. I think it says it's invisible, but it's not. I think your best bet if you're wrapping is to use double-sided tape. You're right. Because, well, I, the way I do my presents the way I taught you. the way you taught me. It's called seamless wrapping, and I thought it was psycho, but then it is the most satisfying thing on the planet. So if you have a time, it, and it doesn't even take that much longer. Everybody gets so take impressed. longer. Yeah. You're doing the same thing. Just neater. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just YouTube it. Yeah. Seamless wrapping. It's fire. So he had a mask made out of tape. He's wearing a blue and white striped shirt. And the first thing that the police said was it was odd because he had the correct pin to her card. So he asked her for it. Yeah. Right of the money. Before so, he killed her. Yes. Which is psycho. I mean, if you're motivated by money, I just wouldn't be able to remember. Imagine like you're killing somebody or just like 2428, 2428, 2428. Yeah. And you're like writing it on your arm in blood because you're like, fuck, I can't forget. You're like 2428, 2428. Like, like you know, when you're trying to remember a <laughs> number and you're just like repeating it in your head. You know how many times Joel has given me his card and he's like, here's my pin. And then I get to the store. I'm like, fuck, I'll just use my card. Yeah. You're like 2428, 2428. Four two eight two four two eight two four two eight two. Then you're like two four eight two two four. Wait, what? No, wait, no, no, uh, no. Actually, what happens is you're like two four two eight two four two eight two four two eight. He's like, I want the cheapest one. You're like, this one's five seventy five. You're like five seventy five. Four, five seventy five. This one's four twenty five. Four twenty five. That's the cheapest one. And then you walk up and you're like four twenty five. Four twenty five. Four twenty five. Four twenty five. That's how much I spent. Woo. And then you get to the fucking self checkout. You're like, fuck. <laughs> what was the pin? <laughs> fine i'll run it as a credit it's fine i'll run it as a credit and then put in pin for debit you're like like, can we see your id you're like i don't have it it's my boyfriend's card (laughs) you're like it's drugs it's drugs have you seen that no (laughs) oh my god so it's a fucking a meme and it's this guy and he's in the bathroom Uh and his mom like comes knocking to the door she's like what are you doing in there he's like nothing (laughs) (laughs) so stupid i love it it's on the internet it was on the internet. And I got a virus. I'm searching the internet. I fucking can't. Uh, <laughs> drugs. It's my panic. It's like when you go to the restaurant, uh, chicken nuggets. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, we're ready. And you're like, fuck, chicken nuggets. I'm not ready. As an adult, you just go from chicken, chicken nuggets to chips and salsa. And they're like, this is dessert. Like, fuck. You mean an appetizer? <laughs> no, like it's actual dessert, but you still panic because you're not ready. You'll get some salsa. <laughs> Yeah. On December 15th, 2007, a hunter found a bunch of bugs circling around a log. It's in Florida, so it's humid. And over by this log and shrubbery and brush and a bunch of different bullshit. There was like a tree that was also falling. It's a clusterfuck. He finds a half-buried body. And this body was found without her hands or her head. And they knew it was Cheryl because they identified her through her thigh muscles. What the hell? How? I don't fucking know. I try to Google it and everyone, every mm-hmm. source says thigh muscles, but I don't know how they identified her through her thigh muscles. Like DNA through the muscle or something? Some shit. The fuck? I don't get it. Thigh muscles. I've never heard that before. Me neither. Ever. And I, me neither. And I was like, no, this is fucking stupid. So I Google it. And then every source, I'm thinking because she was a nurse, they had her DNA. Thigh muscles. Yeah. 
It's weird. That's really fucking weird. According to the autopsy, she had a bruise that was in the center of her back that was before she died. And it was not consistent with an accidental fall and was most likely caused by a human or a thing that hit her. In the woods, her body was exposed for 7 to 15 days, putting her death around December 5th through 8th. I always get really sad when I hear that happened in December, like cases, because I'm like, damn, that's right before Christmas. That's fucked up. I know it's super fucked up. Like families meet up. Supposed to be the happiest time of the year. People, like, I imagine people Christmas shopping when he's, like, using her card and stuff like that. Because I feel like around them, you're already, like, people are already kind of starting to get into that Christmas shopping. You don't start Christmas shopping right after Thanksgiving? I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, some people wait a little bit longer, like a week after, you know? Like the 24th? Yeah, like the 24th. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, teach their own. Their own. I get like one present each day until the 24th, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Like it's just like one it, here, one honestly, there, one here. And then at the end, you're like, oh shit, gotta get 10. Like it's fucking, <laughs> you're fucking late. panicking. I don't know. I just went over right here, Casey. I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. It's Christmas time. Like there's, it's dark. It's getting dark early. There's Christmas, Christmas lights are going up. Yeah. I don't really know. It's just kind of sad. No, it is super sad. Later, it was discovered that she was kept alive for a short period of time after she was gone. Which I figured was kind of given because she went missing the first, died between the fifth and the eighth. I thought that was common sense. Her head and her hands were removed post-mortem and it was just done with a sharpened instrument. He's just trying to hide dental records and fingerprints and stuff like that. Yeah. I fucking hate when you like take the punchline. It's so fucking rude. Sorry, I'm just a scientist. Okay, I was literally about to say that. So, yes. Okay, we get it, Erica. You're the lead investigator. I'm the lead investigator. I always tell you this. Fucking Emmy. I'm the Emmy. It's like, bro. Actually, I wasn't just about to say it, but it later. Yeah, I know. Okay, we get it. What can I say? I mean, I hate to be right, but I'm always right, you know? Her cause of death wasn't identified because they didn't know what killed her without her head in her hands. It was just called a violent homicide. Probably a blunt force trauma to the head, I bet. Get out. (laughs) Okay, you're done. Did they think that's what it was? Well, that's what it was. Because they find her head. Oh, I'm really smart. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I, what? I listen to a lot of true crime. Okay, we get it. Okay? We get it. So if you guys are, if any well, police stations kind of... are looking to hire. <laughs> hire both of us. Hit me up because I'm just guessing. I'm guess- I've never heard this case. Really? No. It's like really popular. I've never, I've, I don't think I've ever heard it. That's good. And so I'm I'm really just guessing. Well, it's kind of predictable. All of a sudden it's predictable. <laughs> okay. Now, according to like what they've seen, they said Gary was spotted by several people on December 1st and a woman came forward during the trial saying that she's seen him looking in Cheryl's white Toyota Camry that day that she went missing. On December 10th, he was spotted at a store with a hunting knife holstered in his hip with a blue and white shirt, which... It was the same day he used her card then, unless he just wore the same shirt all the time. Apparently, he wore the same shirt because he used her card the second, third, and fourth. And he was always wearing the same shirt? The first... They only looked at the first ATM footage because it was the same man every time, so they only released the first, and he was wearing a blue and white shirt. So he wore it the second, and then also wore it the tenth. There could have been a laundry cycle. Okay. He had, like, three shirts, and then... I don't wear the same shirt for weeks on end because I have so many clothes. Yeah. And either homeboy had multiple of the same one or to each their own. I mean, have you ever had a shirt you like so much you buy three of them? Because I have. 
I have two of these green shirts. See? I like this color. You wore it yesterday, too, and I was like, ew, scumbag. It's just two it's of the different shirts. Different shirts. <laughs> I just, they were next to each other in the closet, and I was just getting up this morning. Didn't even have glasses on. Didn't even have the Prozac taken. You're like, like, this, um, this color brings out my eyes. <laughs> this color brings out my eyes. <laughs> my fucking hydro flask is the same color. Your fucking hair tie. My fucking shirt. What can I say? It's a good color. Yeah, it's a great color. On December 18th. Your birthday. In South Florida, he was spotted at another store. I was 17. Oh, my God. How do I... How have I never heard this case? I don't remember this. That wasn't really not that long ago. It wasn't. How do you get away with that? I'm so confused. So, on December... He was spotted at another store and walked up to another girl and said, You look like that girl, Cheryl Dumlop. Too bad about her getting murdered. It was three days after she was found. That's fucking psycho. I know. But if somebody came up to me and said that, I'd be like, Who? Because I don't really, like, always watch the news or see stuff right away. Mm-hmm. She's probably like, who the fuck is that? And then Cheryl's head and hands, I'm going to say may have been found, because due to the extensive high heat, they were unable to say that it was 100% hers, because they were found like in that. a fire pit. Oh, my gosh. Like, Florida cases, the decomp rate is a lot faster, especially outdoors. On her heads, and, yeah. On her heads and her hands, there was no, like, meat or, like, flesh. It was just bones. Yeah, it happens fast in Florida, I've noticed. Yeah. And that's in the winter, so it's, like, cooler. And it's in the middle of... The wilderness. The wilderness. Yeah, so they're, like, scavengers. Animals and bugs yeah. and shit. But it was found seven miles away in a fire pit, and unfortunately, it was too burnt to say that it was guaranteed hers, but it was most likely determined that it was hers. And a witness said that they seen Gary in that area at the time, and he was given tickets on his vehicle in the area for unlawfully camping up in the area. It's kind of weird that they couldn't identify her head. Yeah, I don't know. I understand the hands because fingerprints, they would have been like scorched or whatever. But like dental records, like if if the fire pit's not hot enough, it wouldn't be able to get rid of bone. Yeah, I don't know how it was. Interesting. Now we're going to jump into his next victim. And during the investigation for Cheryl, so this is still going on, but he travels. Cheryl's his first victim that we 100% know of. Now Gary's going to move to Georgia. And this is quick. Like quick because he was probably trying to hide right yes like move jurisdictions and stuff like that on january 1st 2008 like less than 15 days he murdered mary who was 24 who went hiking on a mountain called blood mountain at 1 p.m when she was hiking with her black lab that day mary meredith emerson was born june 20th 1983 in charleston north carolina it's kind of crazy that he would do it during the day and everything. She went hiking on this mountain called Blood Mountain. And fun fact, next to Blood Mountain, there was a mountain called Slaughter Mountain. Oh. That's just a fun fact I found. It's not a really fun fact. That's kind of a scary fact. I would not hike those mountains. But like, no, no. No thanks. <laughs> and then freaking this creeper over there. Um, yeah. It's kind of weird that he would just like de-escalate this fast. He must have had victims prior. Yeah, I don't, yeah. That's what... Like it's, a ton. Which I'm to gonna evolve, I'm gonna like, tell you some things about like later on. I'm gonna tell you about like his police questioning and this guy's an asshole. Okay. I don't doubt it. For some reason I'm like imagining Golden State Killer. I'm getting those vibes from him. Is that how he is? Am I right? No? Okay. Just kidding. Mary was raised in Holly Spring, North Carolina, and she graduated with a degree in French, honors French. Like, she was, like, really fluent in French. And she got a job in marketing and also got a degree in marketing. And she was, like, pretty normal. Like, 
pretty successful. Her timeline starts at New Year's Eve when she went out and partied with her friends and with her boyfriend and all of that. And the next day she planned on hanging out with her boyfriend and was like, before I go, I'm going to go on a hike in the morning, which I don't know why the fuck you would go on a hike on fucking January 1st, hungover as shit. I think people try to like sweat out their hangover. Yeah. You know what I do for my hangover? Try to eat something, throw up and was like, fuck it. Time to drink fucking aspirin and fucking Alka-Seltzer and water. I like to sleep for three days. I like to let my liver shut down. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just like, I'll get you. You've had a rough 23 years. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is a lot for sure. No, I would never. Like I went to the, oh, actually that's a lie because I go to the gym when I'm hungover and I feel like I'm obligated to go to the gym if I'm hungover. Yeah. Actually, wait, I'm a hypocrite. Flush out the toxins. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. She was a highly experienced outdoorsman, so she fucking loved outside. I kind of got that vibe when you said she was hiking by herself with her dog. Do people hike by themselves? I don't know if I oh. would, honestly, unless I, I was experienced. Bitch, I wouldn't even have experience. Yeah, I just, I would like. I tried to go to Target the other day. Be bored and hot and think I'm lost and yeah. like hiking with my dog. I don't know. Um, well, she Especially always went on this trail. Blood Mountain. Yeah, she was like super comfortable. Had her guard down probably. Yes. Because it's like she's familiar. All and of her this friends. old man's coming and you don't expect anything. Yeah. She was always pretty smart and safe when she traveled. She always communicated when she hiked to her roommate and her boyfriend. She was a blue belt in martial arts. Mary told Steve, her boyfriend, at 11 a.m. She said she was going on a hike with her dog and left a note for her roommate but she didn't specifically tell them where she was going hiking. They just said, she just was like, I'm going to go on a hike with the dog, that type of situation. She left for her hike around 10 a.m., which this timeline's a little weird because she told them at 11 a.m. and she like left it. She told her boyfriend at 11 a.m., but she left for her hike at 10 a.m. So bitch must have forgot about her boyfriend. She left her roommate the note, but then at 11 a.m. she told her boyfriend, like, hey, I'm going on a hike. But it sounds like Wait, she what was. do you mean? So she, she like texted yeah. her boyfriend. yeah. I don't know. I think you would just do that before. What do you mean? Like before you got to your hike, she left for her hike at 10 a.m. She told her boyfriend at 11 a.m. She oh. was an hour into her hike when she, she told him. She probably just told her best friend, like, hey, I'm going on a hike. And then her boyfriend probably texted her and was like, hey, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I'm on a hike. See you soon. Oh, maybe. Like, I don't think she was calling to alert him that she was going on a hike. I think she just mentioned when she was on the hike that she was on a hike. That makes sense. But like she had already let her friend know she was going in case something happened. Yeah. Maybe. That's what it sounds like. That makes sense. I don't know why. Yeah. I'm picturing it differently. Yeah. Yeah. A man named Bill saw Mary on the hike in a lavender zip-up jacket, and she had yoga pants. He said he made a mental note because they both arrived in the parking lot together. Yeah. And that sounds like she was dressed super cute. So you're like, oh, okay, get it, bitch. Look at you on your hike. I, but they said they both arrived at the parking lot around the same time, and they were both alone. Yeah. But then later in the hike. They probably like waved hi to each other or whatever. Later yeah. in the hike, he's seen her with Gary. What the fuck? Like walking with him? Yes. Like he was following her or something? Like he was talking to her. Like tagging along? Yes. So he thought it was weird. Like they met up. Yes. But it's not like he's her age or anything. Yes. Yeah. So that's that why he was really like, what fucking the fuck? weird. He was like following her. But it was like, yeah, like talking to her. Yeah. And he had a bag. He had, like, a duffel bag, and he had a baton. I think he had one of those backpack duffel bag things. Yeah. But he thought it was weird. So Bill was like, this is weird, but I'm just going to, like, make a but mental I note. I don't know them. It could be your dad. Could, could be, be your dad. Uncle. Could be your uncle. Could yeah. be a friend. Who knows? Maybe they're meeting with someone. Yeah, who fucking knows? That's fucking weird. Yeah. Later on during the hike, Bill was walking 
back or wherever he was walking from. And he seen Gary walking alone. And he was coming back from heading down. And Bill said it seemed really weird because it seemed like Gary was trying to hide from him when he was walking down the hill. Like, they were both walking down the hill. And it seemed like Gary was trying to hide from him. It's crazy because it seems like Gary was super careless. Yes. Because if this guy saw you with this girl, you wouldn't kill this girl. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it seemed like he was just kind of, like, not afraid or something. Yes. And then to hide makes it more obvious instead of just acting like you hike, the person hikes. You guys happen to be like, you know, when you're hiking and someone's trying to pass you. Yeah. But when you guys are next to each other, you could be like, oh, nice day today, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then maybe at that point he saw them and they just were walking at the same speed. So they made small talk. Mm -hmm. And then now he's not with her anymore. Yes. That would have been more like believable, but it's like suspicious that. He didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. So Bill's just like, what the fuck? Later, when Bill's on this hike. He sees a man, he, like, meets, I'm pretty sure they, way they made it sound like, like, they were hiking acquaintances. Like, they would always hike this trail, and they, like, would always see each other. Like, they weren't friends. Seth. Just another dude that always hikes. Like Yeah. And so they see each other, like, when you see your bro, like, broski yeah. at They're the gym. Like, hey. Yeah. Like, that's all it was. Seth said he found a cluster of random stuff that included a baton, a baton dog treats, sunglasses, and, like, a leash. Just, like, random things that were just, like, chilling. He's like, I'm gonna go take this to Lost and Found, like, the little office, in case somebody's looking for this. Because it was just, like, chilling on the side. Then Bill was like, oh, I think that's that girl's. That girl, like, her sunglasses. And maybe that dog leash. The cute-ass Violet hoodie. Lavender. Not fucking Violet. It's Lululemon, Erica. Oh, shit. Just kidding. I don't think it's Lululemon. But I I figured Lululemon because it's lavender. So he he tells Seth it could be that girl's stuff. And he's like, I don't know. I'm just gonna take it to Lost and Found because... I feel like she would have stood out more, too, because she had her dog. Yeah. When she was walking with her dog, that's when that dude was also walking with her and her dog. Yes, and his dog. I forgot to mention that part. Gary had his dog, too? Yes. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. Forgot to mention that part. I forgot to mention he had his dog. It seems, like, really hard, like, complicated. Yeah. Just, I wanted to put this into perspective. The weather where they were was snowy, but, like, after it snows and it's clear... That's yeah. how it was. So there was snow on the ground. Okay. Sloshy. Yes. Okay. It's like starting to melt. The stuff on the floor, Seth said that he tried to take it to Lost and Found because he didn't want it to get damaged from the weather conditions. He's like, these are brand new fucking sunglasses. Yeah. They look expensive. Yeah. Steve called Mary at 1 p.m. and he got no response. He's like, I tried. I talked to her at 11. She's still not back from her hike. What the heck? Yeah, like that's a long ass hike. Yes. Nightfall came around and he just thought she had maybe gone to bed Later, he was still trying to get a hold of her. Maybe but she wasn't. went out to dinner with somebody or, like, had plans. Yes. He forgot to mention it or something. Yeah, he, like, kept trying to get a hold of her, but he couldn't. I don't know what he was doing where he was unable to, like, get to her to, like, see. I feel like if you're dating, you would just go over to her house. I don't know. Some people have really, like, weird dating. Yeah. Like, depending on how long they were dating, too. According to the way they looked like, it looked like they were dating for a while. Yeah. But I think some people are just when, they're like you said, she was, when people are really busy, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, he's at school, she's at school. Now they're at work. Now they're at hike. Now they're like running yeah. around. And, and who knows? Happen to meet up with somebody for coffee, a friend. and then Which I've done that too. Sometimes I'll fail to mention stuff. Yeah. I'll just go. Go in the moment. Yeah. And so maybe he was like, oh, okay. She must have like got busy and then 
went home and fell asleep or whatever. Yeah. But according to phone records, he tried to call her like four times during the day. Like that day. Like in like after 1 p.m. and she didn't answer. So yeah. I don't really I feel like know. he would kind of add something. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he was at work. Yeah. Possible. January 2nd, the next day, Julie's at home and she gets a call from Mary's work and said that she didn't show up. Okay. Julie's like, what the fuck? The first thing Julie did was she called Mary's parents and was like, hey, like, Mary over there. And they were like, no, from that point, she's declared missing. Okay. It becomes a whole search. And due to her not knowing exactly where they were, it took her a little longer to find what mountain she was supposed to be on. They were unable to find her car right away. And they were unable to find that these two mountains are next to each other. They're both popular hiking trails. She's like an avid hiker. She's always hiking at all these different trails. They kind of had to like narrow it down and search for a bunch of them. So they finally find her car. And due to weather conditions, the snow, the wind, the temperature and everything, they actually decide that they can't search for her on uh, January 2nd. But they have to wait till January 3rd because that's when the weather clears up. January 3rd, they discover the sunglasses. There was a hair clip that was turned into the lost in front of the park and it discovers that they were Mary's. Witnesses had mentioned seeing Mary with Gary and his dog Dandy with him. And then they. they that sounds so cute. Yeah. Like he has the cutest dog. I'm like, what a fucking psycho. Poor Dandy. I know. She deserved a good parent. Really sad. It becomes a whole national thing. The way they describe Gary, because it's such a missing person, they open like a tip line and a full search. And a former boss of Gary called and said the description may be him. And he said he knew him for 10 plus years and he had a dog and he knew his van and license plate number, which he gave to local agencies. Random. Yeah. Random fact is like. I mean, he could have just had a picture of him in front of his van. And been like, oh, this is the plate. It's here in my photos. Yeah. I don't know. It's funny because with these cases, sometimes stuff sounds really weird. And then when you like find out the truth. It's really that he just took a picture of the dog in front of the van or something. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know. Upon questioning, the rangers asked about Gary if it may be him. And basically he said that when he worked for him, girls would report that he would follow them. And every time he brought it up or anything like that, he'd get confrontational. That's all he told them. That's all he really had for, to tell them. Ugh. I know. What a creep. When Georgia police came to the media with the details from the case, Florida officials said that they have a case very similar to the details regarding a woman named Cheryl Dunlop. Then North Carolina officials said that they have a case with two missing hikers named John and Irene Bryant, which turned out to be a murder. And this is when I'm going to start jumping around within chronological order. I'm going to focus. Well, This case isn't in chronological order, but this is when everybody comes into chronological order. Irene was an 84-year-old woman and John was an 80-year-old man on October 27th, 2007. They died going on a hike and were also avid hikers. John was a crazy hiker who liked crazy-ass hikes, like like crazy hikes. Okay. He liked to push himself at 80 years old. He was like, we're going to climb this rock. That's why he was healthy at 80. Yes. John and Irene were married for 58 years, and Irene was a vet who specialized in large animals. They had four kids together. She loved to learn and garden, and John was an engineer who had a law degree from Cornell. They loved to travel, and they loved nature. My God, they sound so cute. You know, I I just, I keep thinking of, you know, an up. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. They're like the perfect cute little couple. They really are. They're like so happy. And, and have like, money and just hike and chill and live their best and, life. Yeah. yeah. Leading to the crime, Irene's cell phone had a 911 call that failed 
due to them having poor service. Oh, damn. That's why I don't like to go out of service, honestly. If I'm going somewhere and I don't have service, I'm having a panic attack. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. Girl, I panic if I'm in the back of Target and I don't got service. I don't like it. I really <laughs> don't either. like it. But, you know, I always do you always get random shit in the back of Target. What do you mean? Like one time, I, I don't know if it's like the triangle, but one time I was in the back of Target and I was shopping and then I randomly got a voicemail and I listened to it and it was from like a year before. What? Yeah. She's like, hi, this calls for Joshua regarding his doctor's appointment on whatever, whatever date. Between cell towers or something? That's I weird. don't know what it was, but. No, I've never had that happen to me. Okay, well, fucking Target's weird. Every Target, you don't have service in the back of it. Yeah, I, I that happens to me, but... I'm pretty sure it's a um, marketing thing. You're trying to compare prices, and you can't, because yeah. you don't... <laughs> in the electronics section, like, how much was that TV at Best Buy? Can I price match? Oh, fuck, I don't have service. Like, hold on, let me go to the front of the store and screenshot it. We don't accept screenshots. Yeah. Fuck, come with me. Literally, yeah, like, <laughs> that's... Yeah, it probably is. Who fucking knows? Irene's sister used to call mid-hike every single hike for updates, but this specific hike, she didn't get a response from her. Irene's sister, she used to leave voicemails, and then when they would get to a service, an, an area with service, she would get the voicemail and she'd call her back. Probably because she knows that they're, like, older or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. On October 28th, 2007, they were declared missing, and when people searched their home, their home was undisturbed, and their... Everything was fine. It didn't look like it was forced entry, but their hiking pack was gone. They were declared missing by their son who traveled from Austin, Texas, and their car was found on the trail. The same situation. They had their wallets, but no money or cards. According to bank records, they said $300 was withdrawn from an unidentified man with a mask on. This one wasn't the tape mask. It was just a different mask, but not the tape mask. Um, that just seems like such a challenge to me. I know they're older, but it's two people during daylight when there's other hikers around. Yeah. Like you would hear a scream, you would hear a noise, somebody could come up on you. It just seems so complicated, yeah. so difficult and risky. Yeah. It's random. Irene's body was later found covered in leaves on November 9th, just off the trail. Okay, so he just like pulled her off the trail, yeah. Cause of death was blunt force trauma to the back of the head, and it was believed to be a baton. That one that he carries. Yes. He must sneak up on them from behind and just whack them. Some shit. Yeah. But you'd have to hit somebody pretty fucking hard to kill them like that. Yeah. John's body was not found at this time. Now we're going to backtrack a little bit. During the time of all of this being put together, they discovered Mary's card was attempted to be used at a weird number of places. They were looking into more things. And Mary's card was used in Georgia with the wrong pin seven times. He couldn't remember it. And then 80 miles away from where the pin was attempted the card was attempted three more times and then 60 miles away from that the card was attempted to be used again three more times this is i really don't understand how he wouldn't have been caught in 2007 acting all shady so mary's fucking smart okay like smart yeah she realized his motive was money in all of these areas that he used her card they put it on a map and it was within a circle they all have the same center point. What she was doing was she was giving him the wrong pin. He would go. He would keep her alive. He would go use her card. It wouldn't work. He would come back. She would try to get free during that time because he was going far as fuck. Then she would give him the wrong pin again. Go to another place. Try to use it again. She would try to get free. He came back. Where would he keep her? In the car? In the forest. Tied her down? Yes. But wouldn't somebody find her? I th no, it's like wilderness, deep, wilderness. Deep. Yeah. Like deep. But that's so smart. 
I would be, I would be afraid that he would come back and kill you right away. Well, at that point, I think you're already like, I'm going to fucking die regardless. More times, more times. seem like smart people though. Yeah. Vets and. Smart ass people. Cornell University and all this stuff. It was later determined that he tried to keep her alive for four days trying to get the pin out of her. And during his interrogation, it's fucking arrogant for him to say, but he said he enjoyed talking to her. Perfect. Love that. Yeah. Well, because she was probably nice to him because she didn't want him to kill her. Yes. And probably the only person that ever listened to him because he sounds like a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Then, later on, Ella, which was Mary's black lab, wandered into a grocery store and was identified as Mary's dog 60 miles away mm. in the community of Cumming, Georgia. Where was the husband at this point? They just hadn't found him yet. They haven't found him yet. Okay. Also, Gary was now calling friends and family because he wanted money. Luckily, his friends weren't really his friends because... After he was calling people and they had seen the news that they were looking for him, he was just like, oh, yeah, I'll bring you money. And then they called the FBI. Damn, because they don't like Gary. They're like, Gary's a little bitch. Gary's a fucking psycho. I always think about that. What? Imagine if you're watching something like a true crime something and you see somebody you know. I know. Or like a missing person's like as a kid and you see somebody you know. Bonkers. I always I feel like I would turn them in. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, I would turn him in. If it was a friend, kind of like a whole Ted Bundy situation, you know how they were like, we worked with him, he was so nice. Blah, Not blah, to be blah. a dick, but I'd probably turn family in too. I think I would too, depending on the crime. Depending on the like circumstances. If they robbed a bank, I'd probably be like, eh, okay, I'm going to turn you in unless you kick, kick some down, you know? Unless somebody died. Pay me off, you know? Yeah. If somebody yeah. died or like somebody got hurt, I'd probably be like, nah. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Yeah, I agree. But like... If it's just, like, a white-collar crime and, like, it's just federal money, hey. Every man for themselves. Every man for themselves, but it's going to cost you a pretty penny, sweetheart. <laughs> My silence is bought, not kept. Like, yeah. you gotta- no, but honestly, I don't know in this situation. Maybe I would. I really don't know, but... Yeah. I don't know if I saw somebody and, like, my friend was being shady as fuck. I'd be like, mm. Mm, fuck this. At the same grocery store that Mary's dog, Ella, wandered into, he was at the payphone across the street, which I don't realize they had payphones in 2008 but, or 2007. They still had a couple. Yeah. Here and there. Random places like the gas station, stuff like that. Yeah. Which I think they're all gone now. Isn't that so weird? Yeah, but I don't really have a use. What are you supposed to do if your phone dies and you're like run out of gas at a gas station or something? You have to go inside and ask to use the phone. Yeah. Just kind of crazy. You're like, hey, can I get air for my tires? Also, give me your cell phone. Because I kind of feel like payphones would be used still. I don't think a gas station employee would let me use their phone. Yeah. They so all what do just, you do? I know you can use the phone at like a grocery store. Yeah. It's just kind of random. I think we're just in Oh, actually, I think in California it's just that way. I think other places are like super nice. They're like, yeah, sweetie, here's my phone. But Over Cali- here, they're like, you trying to do drugs? I don't know. I don't need no criminal's phone number in my phone. Get your shit and get out. <laughs> <laughs> I just have a flat back. I just need to call the number on the back of the AAA card. You can dial it. <laughs> just tell them to come, please. <laughs> I have my card and my ID. My phone's dead. <laughs> Do you have a charger? No, fuck you. Get out. <laughs> Sorry. That's literally it. <laughs> they put out an APB. They, the grocery store employees are like, yeah, he was here. This is where it was. They had a camera that was faced towards the payphone. So they were able to narrow down exactly where he was. He probably had the dog with him in the car. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh no, she got out. Whoops. They said across the way, there was a car wash gas stations. 
and he was washing this car. Eventually, somebody who somehow seen something, seen Gary at this gas station, and held him and called the cops. Like, citizen's arrest. Fuck yeah. So, I didn't get his name, but go team go. Kind of crazy that he didn't just leave the dog in the forest. He's obviously an animal person or something. Yeah. He was also seen at a dumpster around that area. He's in a one to two block radius this entire time. From the grocery store to the car wash, he goes to a dumpster. Police searched the dumpster and they found Mary's wallet, her ID, her clothes. They also found a jacket soaked in blood. There were chains, rope, soaked in blood. They basically called it an evidence care package. <laughs> Literally what they said. Are you ready to see how much of an asshole this guy is? I can't believe that he would just throw it away like that. Just all in one spot? Like, like a bum would find it. And right? the blood matches to the... Like he was getting too confident at the end. Because I saw something one time that serial killers will be careful and, and kill people, whatever. And then and they get sloppier and sloppier. Yeah. Because they get more like, oh, I'm not going to get caught. He was probably doing this for a long time. Yeah. This is how much of an asshole this guy is. During them taking him into custody, he read his rights to them. Like being like, I know my rights. Yes. He also did a horrible cleaning job in the van. So when they processed the van, they found hair, blood, and clothing fibers in the van. There were three different blood samples and hair samples, and they matched all the victims. He just didn't care. The FBI had to step in because it crossed so many like state lines. The FBI were like, we just want to know where Mary is. That's what we want to know. If you tell us where Mary is, we will take off the death penalty in Georgia. In Georgia. Keyword yeah. there. Finally, he's like, okay, I'll tell you where she is. He admitted to keeping her alive for four days and where to find her body in Dawson Forest. He told them just under brush leaves. He also keeps referring to her as it. What the heck? What a creep. They then asked if she was clothed and he said, no, it isn't. They asked if she is intact and he says, no, it isn't. He then explained why he removes the head and the hands. To slow you down forensically. Then when they ask to find the head, he says, put a dog on it and you'll find it like that. And then snaps. It's just so arrogant. Like saying like, oh, I just put it right there. You can't believe you guys didn't find it. Yes. Mary's body was exactly where they said it was. She was to a tree with blood. She was tied up. And they said the tree smelled of bleach. And he had to come to show where the head and hands were. He told them the cause of death was blunt force trauma. During the trial in January 2008, he pled guilty to murdering Mary. He didn't get the death penalty as part of the deal. John's remains were found in 2008. Just skeletal remains. He was killed, gunshot wound to the back of the head. He just probably shot him right away. Yes. They tied him together with his shoelace, had blood from Cheryl Dunlop. The blood from John was also in the back of the van. During the trial, John said, he's not all bad. He's just a genius. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. In Georgia, he didn't get the death penalty for Mary. But in Florida, he was sentenced to death. That way. Karma's a bitch. June 2011, he was sentenced also for robbery, murder, kidnapping of John and Irene Bryant. In North Carolina, he got four life sentences. In 2012, he pleaded guilty to the Bryant's killing. And during the trial, he kept insinuating things that he had more victims, but didn't want to tell them. That's what I said. I think he did. Like a lot. Yes. Like a lot, a lot. Yes. And that's my story. Damn, I never heard that one. Yeah, it's a, it's a wild one. Thank you for everyone who has been liking, rating, and subscribing. <laughs> All of a sudden, our social media and stuff has been blowing up. Yeah, I noticed. So but it makes me cool. happy. Yeah. I get like butterflies in my stomach every time it happens. I get excited. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody followed last night and I was on the Stairmaster 
It's been like back to back. And I was so excited. I had to drop from level eight on the Stairmaster to level two so I can look at it and walk without eating shit. I feel like we've improved so much since we started. I think we have. Yeah. It's, it's been a good vibe. We have a lot more listeners. Our research is getting better too. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, thanks everybody. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.